bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, it is. It's time for the Modern Eater Show here in the Mile High City, and it is Brian Friedman. My name is Jay Parker, and Greg Hollenbach is on a beach in Florida, but we will check in with him at the 7 o'clock hour. He's got a chef out there. It's a different world, uh, a lot more humidity, a lot more sun. He is the Speedo King. He is the Speedo King, and so we'll check in with him at 7 o'clock. A lot of action today. Little Rich Schneider is co-hosting with us from Rocalitas Tortillas. God help us. Uh, Yeah, no one better than uh, Little Rich. No there. one better than Little Rich, and he's so modest, and he's just such a kind soul that any any opportunity we can get to surround ourselves with Rich and his tortillas, uh, we do it. Well, there's that whole thing about the way to every uh, man's heart is right. his stomach, you that's, know. And that's scary. Rich, yeah, he has a big following, which is really even more scary. So, on the uh, show, on the show tonight, you guys, Chef Jeff Mahoney from Table Mountain Inn in Golden. He also uh, catered the show, and Rich dialed all this in. So I want to give Rich all the props up front that he dialed all this in. Wait till you see on social media what he brought in because he did the first class treatment. Not to say that other people haven't, but mm-hmm. what he, what Chef Jeff was setting up over there is looks dynamic, incredible, right? and uh, smell. incredible. Yeah. Also, you may remember remember this guy, Chef Elon Wenzel from Sushi Sasa and Element Knife Company. We're going to talk to him with uh, in the kitchen. He's going to be doing some sushi at the same time. Emily Fletcher, our food editor, we call her, uh, wrote an article on Elon that is, uh, you know, a, a good article. It, it's actually an excellent article. Yeah. And I ate there last night, and so did Emily. So uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about with There Chef. you go. Uh, moving right along. So Greg will be at the top of the hour with Chef Alan Fisher. It's called Bistro 41 in Fort Myer, Florida. Uh, then we have uh, Lee Sullivan. From Lee Sullivan Enterprises and the Denver Five, and I want to get into the Den- if it's five or just Denver Five, and, and we were talking about that, yes. and and I'll ask her when she's on. But Lee's going to come on and talk about a really cool event that Elon is part of at Bar Helix coming up on uh, May 14th. We're going to tell you how to get tickets, who's going to be there, I'm going to be there, you're going to be there, we all are. going to be there. It's an awesome there. event. Yeah, little Rich, you're going to be there, little Rich. Absolutely. Okay, great. And then uh, Andrew Moore, the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. It's going to be our booze in the news. And you've heard a lot from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project because they're a fantastic sponsor of the show. And along, great great guys all around. Great yeah, guys. along with uh, Brews Beers as our beer sponsors. But uh, they were out at the uh, World Cup Beer Competition 2018 in Nashville, Tennessee, and they did not come back empty-handed. And uh, so we're going to talk to Andrew uh, about that in 640, uh, 7.45, booze in the news. Nice. Does that sound got like it, nice? Got it, got it. Does that this is going like to be a good show. That sounds like a good show. This week, we also, where did we go this week, uh, Little Rich? Where did I see we you? We were up in uh, Blackhawk. Blackhawk. At the Casino, ACF. Casino yeah. Chef yes, Cook-Off. that was awesome. Wasn't well, that a fun yeah. event? They brought it. Those chefs absolutely brought it. So what they did is they did uh, six casinos and uh, technically eight chefs because two of the casinos had dual uh, chefs, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's correct. That's accurate. Yes. And right. we got to eat pretty much every mammal there is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they had, well, yeah, they had a, they had I, a lot I of food. Did, I didn't have the platypus tacos. Did you jump into any of those? <laughs> oh, you show? must have got there right after we finished them. Yeah, they were awesome. awesome. 
Um, I had a good time uh, up at that event. It, it was it was a fun event. I will tell you personally, uh, Brian Freeman here, that those uh, chefs up in the casinos really blew me away. You wouldn't expect that. You go up there, you see a lot of buffets, unless you're a high roller and you get a you know get a private table. But uh, what they brought that night was probably some of the best food I'd had in a long time. So, nice, yeah. Lil Rich. What what stood out to you about that event? The mayor, well, prob- the mayor was there. The mayor the was there. With the mayor. Just, I think just the, just everyone getting along. Have, I mean, we all had so much fun. We enjoyed each other. I had, and I can't remember f- what f- casino it was from, some uh, short rib. And, and talking short to him, I'm like, oh, so what did you have? Were you cooking this since like December? Yeah. And he was telling me he had picked it up that morning. So it was about a five-hour short rib, which was amazing. Wow. I don't, yeah, I don't that was the Saratoga, I believe. Yeah, I think I you're right. And they ended right. up winning. The one of the better awards that night. Yeah, um, rightfully so. so. There's Saratoga, a lot yeah. of talent up there. Saratoga walked away with the overall, uh, you know, first place. Big, yeah, yeah big, everybody got something. Big hunch, you yeah. know, but they got kind of the the overall uh, things. I'd also don't want to forget to point people to themoderneater.com because uh, all the things we're talking about and the videos and the pictures, that's where they're going to live is themoderneater.com. So uh, head on over there and check it out. You can also check right. out Emily's new article on Elin. Uh, Elon Wenzel, who will be in our 645 in the kitchen. Not to mention uh, a, a really good article that she wrote about uh, the man sitting to my right, Little Rich from Rocketlitas Tortillas. Yeah. Now that was a good, I mean, th- I haven't had the chance to read the Elon uh, Wenzel article yet, but the, the, the article on Little Rich was awesome, and it really paints a good picture for you to kind of get inside of his head a little bit and just see, you know, kind of what he's all about. And it's a nice place. Yeah, well, if if anyone hasn't read some of uh, Emily's uh, stories, they're awesome. She is doing, I I really think she's, maybe she hasn't come a long way, but what she's writing is really good stuff on all the chefs that we work with and all the events that we're doing. So uh, a big shout out to Emily Fletcher, um, real estate gal and uh, good, great writer. Great writer. To make me look halfway interesting, like I have a heartbeat (laughs) or something, you got to be good. Uh, before I forget, also, J.P. Krause, uh, president of the ACF and executive chef of Children's Hospital, is in studio. We're probably going to throw him on the air. we gotta, we got to catch up with J.P. You know, he, he came down. He brought a f- friend, Adrian Gonzalez, from Children's Hospital also. Yeah. What was his title again, uh, J.P.? Food service manager. Food service manager, that's right. I wrote it down, but I figured that would be quicker than looking through my notes. But I did write it down for the record. So that and means Adrian's doing all the work. Is that, is that correct? He's doing, he's doing all the work, yeah. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the, enjoy the process. Uh, really excited for this. Uh, coming up in the next segment, we're going to just uh, dive headfirst in with Chef Jeff Mahoney from Table Mountain Inn in Golden, Colorado. Uh, long t- He's been in the business a long time. We're going to find out you know, how he got started, who he is. You know what's interesting about him. Uh, you know what's not. You know maybe he'll say like, "Leave this alone. We don't want to talk about that." But that's going to be in the next segment. And he brought in uh, Brian. Why don't you d- tell me what you see over there the, on that table? Yeah, he he brought in uh, the meat. Is he brought in a little carne asada? I believe is mm. what I heard over there. It looks like some enchiladas with some incredible mole. Um, on top, or just an enchilada red sauce. Probably. There's tostada shells over there. There's uh, Ooh, shrimp horchata. with a little bit of uh, yeah. on a corn base. That looks like it's going to be awesome in a taco. Oh wow! So that's uh, don't don't yeah. don't miss that. That's in the next segment, and then we're going to chili in Nogada, which all this food over here, you know, 
You know, you'd almost think it was some kind of Mexican eating holiday or something. Yeah, what, what is that? Roll, roll right in. What a segue there, little did rich. I uh, to, did I forget to even say it was Cinco de Mayo? It, it is Cinco de Mayo. Can you say it in your accent? Because I love the way you say tortillas. I, so, I just you know. say Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, there we Tortilla. go. And uh, and little Rich is going to educate us all. Maybe he said, uh, <laughs> "Don't he, count on it." He knows. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is the biggest tortilla eating day in uh, at, at Rockalitas. Yeah, so there's is. there's something over there to be said. You know, how much does your sales increase on a day like today? Ah, uh, this past week we were up about twenty five percent. Yeah, that's wow. just amazing. And I see it on avocados in my world. Brian Freeman yep. from Growers Organic. Yep. I, I, I know this week I need to have a few pallets of ready-to-go avos in-house. Yeah, I'm not mean, hard. We, yeah. we need them soft so we can use them right away. 25%. That's it. I mean, that's a pretty big number just for, I mean, I know it's Cinco de Mayo. Okay, Brian, you research Cinco de Mayo. We have about a minute. Um, is, is Cinco de Mayo technically one of those holidays where it didn't happen on Well, Cinco it's de Mayo? definitely not a Mexican Independence Day. That's the big confusion that a lot of people think. Um, Cinco de Mayo is back from 1862, and it's actually the Battle of Puebla is what Battle it's about. Puebla. It's when the, uh, the, the Mexican army had a victory over the French forces from uh, Napoleon III. Well, they, it's actually a pretty big day, hey, I would think. Hey, listen, the Modern Eater Show is educating you in the way of culinary uh, cuisine and then also, uh, you know. Eighth grade history, eight, you know. Eighth grade I mean. history. <laughs> uh, and speaking of eighth grade history and culinary cuisine, which is not even a segue, but uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to dive headfirst in, uh, into uh, Chef Jeff Mahoney and the Table Mountain Inn and find out what he's all about. So we're going to do that, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, it's Jay Parker. You guys hear us talk about John Irvin and gluten-free things all the time. Listen to what our good friend Chef Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver and the Food Network had to say. I want to give a shout-out to John, by the way. I know he's sponsoring the uh, In the Kitchen part 
he was super gracious to us at D-Bar this past week. He brought by a bunch of his gluten-free goodies and some hoagie rolls and flour mixes and all kinds of great stuff. So, yeah, if, that's, if you have that need, that guy's on top of it. John is uh, super great. I met him thanks to you guys and the viewing party at Carrie's at Bardot. They yeah, gave us the hookups. I just want to say a big thanks, Dan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you are listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Jay Parker here with Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and little Rich Schneider from Raquelitas Tortillas. Greg is uh, on vacation. He's in Florida. He's on the beach. We're going to catch up with him at 7 o'clock. We're also going to catch up with Lee Sullivan from uh, the Denver Five or or Five, but we'll, we'll figure that out. And you can, She's you accomplished can, is can, what matters. You can She's Google done a lot it of great stuff. And it'll pop up. You'll find it. Um, they're doing an event from Bar Helix with Chef Elon, and uh, we're going to talk to Chef Elin at 645 in our In the Kitchen segment. But right now, it is time to dive in to the Table Mountain Inn and Chef Jeff Mahoney. Uh, without further ado, Chef, uh, thank you for being on the Modern Eater Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me down. Uh, of course. Well, thank uh, thank Lil Rich. Lil Rich was down at, uh, at your place, the Table Mountain Inn, said he was so impressed with everything happening around him. And then when the food came out and your magnetic personality, he put all those things together. And, and Lil Rich, you said, you, you call me right away. You're like, yeah. I got the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a no-brainer. Especially a good thing for me since I have no brain. So <laughs> I didn't well, the have to think about it much. speaks for itself, so I had to pay him for the personality <laughs> part. So. so, Chef, we we know that you're uh, you're cooking over at the Table Mountain Inn, and we're going to get into you know where that is and and what that's all about. But let's start with you and just kind of tell us how you got your feet wet in the culinary world. How, you know where you came up. I did. I did some reading, so I know some of the places with McCormick and and and, and uh, the Pelican Fish Company yeah. and things like that. But why don't you just give everybody the uh, the two the two cent tour? Well, the two cent tour is um, I basically didn't know how to cook when I first started in this business. Uh, I remember I tried to make coleslaw once and failed miserably. <laughs> um, did well, you were using cabbage, right? Well, I tried to think. Okay. I'm not really sure anymore. I mean, you know, it's baby steps. <laughs> Iceberg lettuce, cabbage. Yeah. It was round and <laughs> green. <laughs> so uh, a roommate of mine in college, I was up at CSU. Um, they needed a host one night, and I said, sure, uh, what do I do? And he said, just put on a tie and be friendly. And I said, well, I can do that. So I went to this little place called the Pelican Fish, and... Um, I was a host for a while and did a little bit of the front of the house, bus tables, and just had to get in the back. And I said, how do I get back here? How do, how do I do this? What do I do? And they said, well, start over there. And they pointed to the dish machine. So I said, you got it. I'll do it. I love it. Um, so I started doing dishes, working my way up to the line. And then, you know, years later, um, turned into running a kitchen um, with some really good fun guys. And... You know, I especially was all seafood, and I learned so much about fish and customer service that it was incredible and just loved the business. So um, after that, you know, I was at the Omni uh, interlocking for a little bit, and then uh, McCormick and Schmicks for about 10 years um, in the DTC, right okay. across the street from you guys. Well, Chef Jeff Mahoney, Brian Freeman here. McCormick and Schmitz was one of my favorite places to go. I used to go there every uh, Saturday after a farmer's market. Um and we'd eat a plate of your crab legs. Yeah. So you, you stayed with the fish. 
obviously. I'm a fish guy. Fish is my, my go-to thing, and it's the one thing that I really, really know. <laughs> nice. And, and what would be your favorite? There is no favorite. I love them all. Oh, okay. Well, so now not a shellfish. Well, or, now, you know. this, now I'm not a chef, even though I think technically, little rich, I can call myself a chef. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. I clearly realize that I'm not, but I, I would say that I don't have. I mean, there's some fish out there that I'll just take a pass on. Yep, you, you absolutely. Know, uh, and, and and I don't know if you're saying you love all fish, Chef Jeff. I mean, do you love all pre- preparing all fish, or do you literally love to eat what, all fish? Fish. The thing is, if you get really good. Good fish. The nice thing about it is, is that they all taste a little different. Um, I'm not a big salmon fan, um, but I do like it smoked. But I don't really like it on the grill. Mm. Uh, tuna, I love it either way. You know, you can prepare it if it's sautéed or grilled or uh, even in sushi or sashimi. Um, but you know, there's some unusual fish out there um, that people don't utilize, and that's where the fun begins because the flavors are just so different and so intense. And you can just have fun with it. What we, what would you say is a fish that that you think is underutilized by people, either you know professionally in restaurants or just when people go out to cook themselves dinner? You know, a fish that you would say, hey, listen, uh, you should really take a look at this fish. You know that it's not common for people to be cooking it. Well, you almost hate to say that sometimes because you know then people get the craze and they just turn to that one fish and that's the problem. I like the fish that maybe you don't see every day. You know. Um, the monkfish um, used to be a very underutilized piece of fish mm-hmm. to where they'd even feed it to prisoners and they got mad. And now it's, you know, world-famous cuisine. Mm. Um, so some of the bycatch that you get um, that needs to be utilized, um, but most people are afraid of it because it's, it's not the in fish at the time. So, you know. What about uh, barramundi? I was actually uh, one of their chefs for Barramundi. Um, oh, really? Yeah, Australis. Yeah. Well, I, you know, a lot of people went to tilapia thinking this is this great fish, and really, I've read, it, I've done a bunch of reading, and it says tilapia is really the trash. Scary. Doesn't really have the good stuff that we're looking for out of fish, but Barramundi does. What's well, your take? Barramundi is the same kind of a thing. Um, you're absolutely right about the tilapia. I mean, tilapia, you know, they used to crust it and just drown it in sauce where barramundi actually has a really beautiful flavor to it, but it's, it's very easily um, um, raised and doesn't require a lot of room and other things, but it's still kind of that same line. But it does have a much better flavor profile and much better oils that you need for your omega-3s and things like that. That's the, that's the voice of Jeff Mahoney from Table Mountain Inn in Golden, Colorado. And speaking of the voice of Jeff uh, Chef Jeff Mahoney in Table Mountain Inn in Colorado. Uh, do you have an accent? Am I picking up a, an accent in there? No, I'm faking it, though. No? What, what is that? <laughs> Trying a little to... rich, you know what that is? Oh, it's, yeah. It sounds like a little southern. Am I insane? Oh, no. No, Jersey, no? if anything, man. <laughs> I, thought I, thought I, heard, I thought I heard a little twang in there. It's the microphone. All right, well, yeah. move, uh, moving Cal- right along. California and Germany. Well, I'm not, I'm okay. not done with the fish over here, Jay. Okay. So, uh, Brian Freeman over here. And I, I wanted to bring the fish into actually a little bit of the... The growing side of it, because a big thing in the industry is is a lot of people are doing, um, we've got a few people here in town doing it as well as aquaponics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were using some of these trash fish for the, you know, for the aquaponics because that's how the, the all the greens and things are being fertilized. And uh, I just ran into a farm on the Western Slope that is doing, instead of fish, they're doing lobster in their tanks. Um, and that's pretty 
pretty different and pretty new. And I've not I, heard of that. Yeah. So it's uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world with fish because we're realizing, you know, we're trashing the oceans on on the world of uh, humanitarian level with all the plastics that we throw in it. Um, well, to me, it's like, you know, if you think about fish nowadays, you used to go to restaurants that specialize in fish and who really knew how to treat it, uh, who brought in good quality. You know, you see fish on every menu out there now. And to me, that's a shame because the quality of that fish is actually diminishing because of the need or uh, the amount of people that are wanting it. So to me, that's a real specialized thing that we're kind of losing. It's like, let's get back and, and do this thing right instead of trying to, um, you know, I hate to say it, you know, every fast food place have salmon on their menu. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's a real shame because, you know, the salmon in itself, look how popular it is, but look where that's gone. The wild uh, fish mar um, market from the Northeast, you know, it's uh, or Northwest, sorry. Um, you know, that wild salmon run, it's just being decimated. Uh, yeah. The demand. Well, and on top of that, now we have uh, the salmon was the first uh, GMO fish that we allowed, um, which is a little bit scary because if you do some reading on that, you find out that they, they bred it with an eel. Um, so it'd go, it'd grow faster yeah. and, and we don't know what's going to happen if that breeds out in the wild, what, you know, it's, it's your Frankenfish. Well, and that's and, what happened with a lot of the Atlantic salmons uh, on the West coast with all the, with all the farms is some of those engineered fish got back into the wild stock and didn't do many good things for them. So little rich, yeah. do you like uh, fish, whether it's well, engineered or uh, wild caught? I'm kind of interested in this GMO. If I eat it and it's going to make me grow, I'm in, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I'm all in. Well, but then the little rich thing would have to where, go away. Yeah, where rich, do you get I think this everyone salmon, loves you just the way you are, babe. What, what's going on over there? Where do you get this salmon? <laughs> we'll get you some. Yeah. Little rich. When you, when you were at dinner the other night at the table mountain Inn, what'd you have for dinner that chef prepared for you? Oh, my God. Well, let's see. We had a elote uh, on a bed of elote, grilled shrimp with a red chili Parmesan dusting. Yeah, we brought that here today. Oh, And th man. that was that was the first course, and I, you had me at elote. I mean, I, I, I love elote, and it's, it's tell, such a tell, fun thing. Tell, tell us what elote is, because I can say the word, but I'm not 100% on what what I'm talking well, about. Well, it it's it's. I would Street say it's food. definitely open to interpretation. It's corn, and typically you'll have people... Put either butter, mayonnaise, chili. You can go with citrus on it. You can go all different directions on it, and and it's just it's an awesome dish. And the way, but the problem is, is some restaurants serve it on the cob. And this is what we were laughing about at dinner, is that because uh, Jeff takes it off the cob so that you can eat it. And I said, you know, if you had it on the cob on a table of four, there would be like a rainbow in the middle of everybody from the corn flying all over the place. <laughs> so it was, a, but it was a beautiful presentation, a fantastic dish. I I didn't know you brought that. I'm glad that you did. Yeah, I, I believe in keeping food simple, and you know, it's it's Mexican street food: corn on the cob with some cheese and some chilies on it, and a little bit of lime juice. You can't get any simpler than that. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're looking at it being a new menu item right now because in Colorado we have some of the best corn in the world. So when that comes into season, why not utilize that in yeah. a great way that you may have not seen before? And it's so simple, and the corn just speaks for itself. And that's why we kept it with some shrimp because the shrimp aren't too heavy, and the corn is the star. And uh, everything else is just kind of makes it better. Well, let's get into your menu uh, in the next segment. So we're going to take a break. You're listening to the voice of Chef Jeff Mahoney from Table Mountain Inn in Golden, Colorado. Myself, Jay Parker, alongside Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and Little Rich Schneider from Rocket Lita's Tortillas. 
uh, is co-hosting the show and, and, and set it all up. So I'm going to thank him as we progress. Um, don't forget to check out themoderneater.com. It's our new website that's just full of uh, great content, whether it's pictures, videos, uh, the great articles that uh, Emily is writing. I'm writing one called Why the Bartender Hates You. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, it's, I'm writing it, so it's a little bit uh, dumbed down, you know, because that's who I am, uh, right? But there's a lot of fun things you can read on there. Brian, you're even writing stuff on there. Yes. We're going to take, take a break because I have to take a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and dive into the menu over at Table Mountain Inn with Chef uh, Jeff Mahoney right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampton Fox, owner of the Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at the Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. Back to the show in just a second. But before we do that, I want to talk about our friend Jeff Rourke at A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business of installing custom tap systems. So whether it's uh, craft beer, and we all know Colorado is just uh, overflowing with uh, delicious craft beer, to water lines, uh, wine. They're putting wine on lines. They're doing coffee. Whatever you need, Jeff Rourke is, is the guy you want to talk to. His phone number is 720-272-3809. Tap 14 next to D-Bar, he did them, 70 taps, right? Brews Beers, a great sponsor of the show, he did them. Resolute Brewing, Punchbowl. So Punchbowl flies this guy around the country to install their tap lines. And believe me when I tell you, these other states, they have people that install tap lines, but Punchbowl Social flies Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions out there to install them. That, that speaks for itself. So if you want to get an A-plus on your report card, you need to get a hold of Jeff Rourke at A-plus Beverage Solutions because, Brian, if you're 
you're not pouring efficient beer out of your tap lines, what are you doing? You are pouring your money down the drain. That's right. Don't pour your money down the drain. That's just embarrassing. Foam is money, and uh, and people notice, and those uh, those foam scents add up. A-plus beverage solutions, Jeff Rourke, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke and A-plus beverage solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, back to the show. Jay Parker alongside Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and Little Rich Schneider from Rocketlita's Tortillas. Uh, Greg Hollenbach is in Florida. We'll catch up with him at the uh, top of the hour, 7 o'clock. He's got a chef out there, uh, Mr. Alan Fisher from Bistro 41 in Fort Myer, Florida. So we're going to talk to those guys about what's happening uh, in the humidity. But until then, uh, J.P. Krause actually is going to sit in on this segment because we're doing some chef stuff. He's the executive chef over there at Children's Hospital. J.P., welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Of course. It's always a ple- pleasure to have you. And then, uh, But the man of the hour, Jeff uh, Mahoney, Chef Jeff from Table Mountain Inn, Golden, Colorado. Uh, chef, welcome back to the show. We're going to start this segment uh, about uh, Table Mountain Inn, the menu, the food, what you brought in here today. Uh, let it out. Let's, let's start with uh, Table Mountain Inn. Tell us what kind of experience uh, we, we'd find if we head that way. Okay. Uh, Table Mountain Inn is uh, the main drag in Golden. Um, we are a 74-room hotel, uh, full catering facilities. Um, we have a restaurant and a cantina with a great patio, um, awesome in the summertime. We do mainly southwestern-style cuisine, and obviously we have to throw some of the uh, – the Mexican uh, items in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we buy everything fresh. We just teamed up with this guy uh, next to me. Uh, Who's that guy next to you? Uh, I don't like to say his name. He scares me. Um, <laughs> that's Little Rich over from Rockalitas. That's right. Uh, he's got great stuff. He he has deli- he has delicious. Th- I'm still eating this. I'm I'm addicted to. It. He knows it too. I'm addicted to Little Rich's um, uh, spinach, spinach garlic, garlic yeah. wraps. I didn't bring any. No, today. that's all right. Hey, I listen. No, no, that. I'm go- I'm good because I I have one in the freezer and I'm working on the other. So I'm I'm still I'm still good so uh, thank you yeah you brought in some tortilla chips to go alongside some of the food that uh chef jeff brought in uh what did you bring in chef so we brought in some uh cinco de mayo type items that we're running for our special menu um we've got some uh, uh alote con camarón uh so basically what that is is a little bit of grilled corn with some uh spices in it and some uh cream sauce and a little bit of grilled shrimp that has been um uh, First marinated in a little bit of uh, roasted garlic oil and a little bit of cilantro. Uh, is that a mouthful? God, that's not <laughs> awful. Shit, yeah, that, I've got a, know, I've got one sitting in front of me wrapped in a tortilla, just uh, jonesing that, to eat I, it. I, that I plate alone, Trump would tear down the wall to go get him some of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like where you're going with that, little rich. <laughs> um, JP, Chef JP, uh, are you familiar with elote? I'm familiar with elote. He's got the sound effects. He's got the sound effects. What Yay, else? Pete. What else, Chef Jeff? What else did Yay. you bring? I brought in a uh, very traditional item. It's a uh, it's a uh, chili anogada, which is a very traditional uh, Mexican dish, um, basically designed to celebrate um, their independence and their holidays. Uh, it's actually served cold uh, when you have it in the traditional way. Mm-hmm. We are serving it warm because we didn't want to freak too many people out. Yeah. Um, but it's basically a chili poblano that's been grilled, and then we take the uh, skin off that, hollow it out, put some uh, seasoned meat with some dried fruit in there, a little bit of mango, a little bit of peach, a little bit of apple, 
You know, uh, you know what I need you to do, Chef, is I'm going to need you in this next break, if you could, if you could put together a nice plate of some of these items so we can take a picture of it. Sure. And give it, it to me. Put it on. <laughs> All right, little Rich, I just want to get a picture first, and then you can do whatever you want. Okay. And okay. we'll throw that up on the sure. moderneater.com and the moderneater uh, Instagram and, and Facebook and all the social media. So if you could do that, remind me because I will forget. I will do it. Okay. And, uh, Brian, you can look for these pictures, yes, right? Yes, I, I will be taking those pictures. But he's got two other plates over there, so let, let's let uh, Chef Jeff uh, tell us what else sure. he's brought. Well, with the Enogada, the, the, the real kicker of it is the walnut crema take walnuts and it's basically like a Mexican version of the sour cream and then you finish with pomegranates and the reason they really use it for their celebrations is because it's the color of the flag. It's got red, it's got uh, white, and it's got a lot of green. So It's just delicious. Just we brought delicious. some, uh, some uh, chicken enchiladas, uh, one of our popular dishes, uh, a little chamayo sauce. Um, so that's over there as well. And then I brought some uh, carne asada just to make like nice little tacos out of. Uh, next week we're gonna, in our cantina, we're featuring uh, some different tacos. We're gonna put together four or five little unique tacos and put those on at a great price and come down and have a cerveza and a margarita and a couple tacos and you'll be happy. What, uh, what yeah. is your drink program like down there at the uh, Table Mountain Inn in Golden, Colorado? We sell a lot of margaritas. A lot of margaritas? Yeah. Any, you got a big uh, tequila favorite over there? You know, we have a, a great selection. We're actually increasing our selection with this new menu that we're putting out. Um, our Cadillac margarita is, is a great one. Uh, one of the things we're doing for Cinco de Mayo right now is we're doing a Jamaica uh, margarita, which is basically hibiscus flour. Uh, which is one of the drinks I brought in uh, today, and it's awesome. Chef, l let me ask you a question. Brian Freeman here from Growers. What would you think would be, if, if you're going to get someone in to the Table Mountain, what would be the best meal that you'd say, come on down? Is it brunch? Is it dinner, lunch? Well, we are very busy for brunch, and we do a great brunch. Um, you got a Bloody Mary that's special, I think, don't you? Yeah, we do have a famous, famous, Bloody, famous Mary. Bloody Mary that's pretty intense. Um <laughs> But our brunches are great. You know, we're, we do um, for holidays and stuff. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. We're doing a huge brunch um, with all kinds of good stuff. If I were to choose anything, it'd be one of our Southwest items. Uh, maybe, you know, our, our uh, green chili stack, which is basically a very traditional New Mexican item. Um, we're in the process right now of actually redoing our menu uh, to even get more of those items. Uh, we have a trout dish that's out of this world. Um, really a simple uh, trout dish that uh, the, the breading is, is really in the style of the Southwest. And, uh, you know, we, we have everything. So Southwest breading, cor corn base? or yeah, we're a little corn. A little corn in yeah, there? Nice. Corn. nice. I can't give away all the secrets. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about happy hour? Happy hour, we do two, uh, two happy hours, mm -hmm. uh, one from two to six, and then the other one basically from – nine to close depending on how busy we are and what day of the week it is gotcha uh, we do drink specials during that happy hour and also some great food specials we have uh, some different tacos and such uh, we're actually playing with some new items and we're running those right now as features or specials uh, last week we did a, a frito pie that was incredible um, some of our new desserts are really traditional and really stand out like a buttermilk um, pie which is basically Something that goes way back, and we also did, and if I hope I pronounce this right, uh, a cajeta, which is a, a, a goat's milk caramel. And so you get that, really that nice, funky flavor that you'd get from, uh, 
from goat's milk, but it's sweet, and we're putting that with our house-made uh, banana bread. Oh, wow. The, That's what I had the other night. Yeah, and the cinnamon both ice cream. Both of those. You had, both, you had yeah. both of them. Both he of was them. spoiled. Both of them, yeah. So, Little Rich, how'd you get turned on to the Table Mountain? And have you been there before? Did you, did you just, uh, you know, friend, or how did that work out? You know, I was a customer, have been a customer for a long, long time. My brother and I used to go there uh, for Sunday brunch until, I mean, they just knocked it out of the park that I have, would have to wait so long. And so just stopped going. Um, Jeff reached out a couple weeks ago. I was like, I got to kind of want to up my game a little bit on the tortillas, went up there. We sat down and talked really first back in the kitchen. Yep. And it was just one of those things where when, when people with passion start talking mm-hmm. and they both realize, wow, you're as sick and twisted about all this as I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it's just we've, we've taken it from there. The other night I went up just to clarify exactly which products he's looking at, he wanted to buy. And started laying out these plates of food, and I was like, "Holy cow!" I mean, you know, I'm I'm in a lot of restaurants. I hardly ever eat at home. I'm in restaurants after restaurant after restaurant. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you get a little calloused to it, where you're like, "Okay, yeah, I've seen this, been there, done that." And this every plate was spot on. It was compelling. It was unique. It screamed Colorado. I was like, "There's something going on here, big time." That's why I wanted Jeff to be here. People, you know, you can hear us yakking for two hours. And trust me, you go there, and, and within two bites, the two bites will tell you more than we can in two hours here. Well, you know, Chef Jeff Mahoney there, for, that's a little rich from Rocket Leaders Tortillas, but we're talking with Chef Jeff Mahoney from Table Mountain Inn in Golden. I would normally say give you a 30-second elevator speech, but I think a little rich just hit that out <laughs> of the park. I think heart. it did good enough. You know, so that saved you, you know, from being put on the spot. Uh, <laughs> the crazy thing is little rich doesn't even like Mexican food. Yeah, I can't I stand mean, that's it. I'm trying to quit. Doctors <laughs> telling me lay off this stuff. Check out the tablemountainin.com and you can find all the information you're looking for. And uh, look, check out the modernEater.com because you're going to see a lot of pictures of the delicious food that Chef Jeff Mahoney from the Table Mountain Inn brought in studio. That being said, I want to thank you for your time, Chef Jeff, and don't forget to put that plate together so I can make a picture to represent you guys. Uh, up next, Chef Elon Wenzel from uh, Element Knife Company and Sushi Sasa. He's going to be on in our In the Kitchen segment. So is Emily, Fletch- Emily Fletcher, our food editor. She wrote an article about Chef Elon that uh, is on themoderneater.com right now, so we ask that you go set that uh, that being said, thanks again, Chef. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout thoughtfully source spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles my sincere hope is that intrepid sojourner beer project will inspire adventure and wanderlust come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn located at 925 west 8th avenue in the heart of the arts district on santa fe for everything intrepid look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally locally 
Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? show the ultimate gourmet challenge and it's time for in the kitchen brought to you by gluten-free things a dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in arvana all right back to the show and we're going to jump to the vip lines right now we've got chef elon wenzel from element knife company and sushi sasa and then emily fletcher our food editor who wrote a great article on elon so let me uh let me do this Elon, do I have you there, buddy? Yes, sir. Can I, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Let me uh, let me bring Emily on. Emily, can you hear myself and Elon? I sure can. I am here. How you guys doing? Thank you for t- taking the time, Chef. I can hear the crowd in the background. You're up at uh, Sushi Sasa right now, slinging yes. slinging some uh, fish. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. Emily, you wrote an article about Elon that came out today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, experience down there yesterday meeting with him, and then we'll dive into Chef and the sushi. Yeah, absolutely. So the article is up right now. You guys can go ahead and read it, um, going a little bit into Chef Elon's background and his philosophy. Um, that is a guy that is involved in a lot of projects, and all of them are led by passion, which I definitely admire. So, yeah, and I can uh, get all right with that. I'm just going to take it away and ask Chef Elon a couple questions. Yeah, go for it. Sweet. Awesome. Hey, Elon. Hi. How's the, how's the restaurant tonight? Have you guys gotten busy yet? Yeah, yeah, we're starting to fill up right now, so yeah. I mean, we're, so did we're expecting a good Cinco de Mayo crowd. Okay, well, Sushi de Mayo, right? That's what we decided today is. Hashtag Sushi de Mayo. Did you guys know, what was your tagline last night? I think it was like, who needs tacos when you can get sushi? That's true. That's easy, a little right. easy. <laughs> Although I do love tacos, so nothing against tacos whatsoever. <laughs> 
see. We might be talking to the wrong, to the wrong crowd with Little Rich yeah. on the line. He's saying, what about my tortillas, guys? You all are uh, making Little Rich a little antsy over here. Uh, you guys better settle down on that uh, no taco talk. Easy over there, Elin. Easy, <laughs> well, easy. I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm trying to comprise some ideas in my head for uh, how to incorporate uh, Rockalita's products into some sushi stuff. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I am curious to hear what you come up with. Well, and what that actually makes me think of, and I talk about it a little bit in my article, but um, Chef Elin, he is, you know, sushi chef, but has also gotten involved in the Denver Five, which kind of lets you lose creativity. Can you tell us a little bit about Denver Five and what you're doing with it? Yeah, so Denver Five is hosted by Lee Sullivan, and this is the 11th year going. And she finds up-and-coming chefs or people that have been in the industry that she feels are doing a great job uh, to join her team. And her philosophy and concept and promotion is all about Denver, Denver's culinary scene, Denver's restaurants. And she really wants to support uh, the great restaurant industry that we got going on. So we have a five-chef team member and two beverage team guys, and we host seven dinners, five local dinners. The other two are Aspen Food and Wine, and we cook at the James Beard House in October, which is just going to be amazing. Very so, cool. Yeah. Well, that's Jay Parker here, just to uh, butt in. That, that's uh, not a small deal, right, Chef? Absolutely. It's, it's huge. What's on, what's on the menu tonight? What are you cooking tonight over there at Sushi Sasa? So we have uh, some specialty fish that we flew in and butchered this morning. We have things like uh, rosy sea bass called akamutsu, uh, striped bass. Uh, it's Colorado products, uh, really top of the line. We also have madai, Japanese red snapper, keen maidai, golden eye snapper, Turkish bluefin, Croatian toro, and all of our standardized rolls and a great selection of kitchen food that we, that we rolled out. And we just brought back ramen onto the menu. We have four flavors. So any ramen fans out there, really great bowl of ramen. And uh, we have some really nice house-made desserts as well. So, uh, Chef Elon, good evening. Brian Freeman here. Hi, Brian. You're not uh, mentioning that incredible sea urchin that you served me last week. Oh, yeah, that sea urchin. Absolutely. Uh, we're Currently, we're getting a Japanese sea urchin. And sometimes the Japanese sea urchin can be a little bitter, but... Right now it is incredibly sweet with such a depth of flavor, what we like to refer to as umami, that fifth flavor. And this rivals the really renowned Maruka sea urchin that most people know coming out of Santa Barbara. I would say this one is actually a step above that. Now, Elon, tell me what was that spoon that you served me? It was like a, a moose or, or where, yeah, so, where'd you go? Uh, <laughs> I took the liberty of whipping up. Uh, it was just really straightforward. Sea urchin bite with a sea urchin crema with yuzu and sea salt yeah it, it, so it, it, i wish it wasn't radio and i wish there was like a taste of vision or something right here because the reality is it gave me one spoon of heaven yeah it was really tasty i appreciate those words thank you hey uh, chef jay parker again here uh listen i may have a line on a date and if I come down there to Sushi Sasa, you know, will you be my guy so that I can look cool and uh, impress, impress a young lady? I would be happy to. Absolutely. Let me know. It'll make it happen. Would I be able to jump back there with one of your element knife, uh, <laughs> knives and uh, cut up some sushi, or is that pushing the envelope? 
know, you're pushing the envelope. Let's see what we, make, let's see what we can make happen. Um, and you might want to be gentle on him with the bill because he might have to pay for that date. So, uh... <laughs> hey, chef, uh, along the along the lines of Element Knife Company, I want to touch on that real quick. We only have about a minute left. Um, I wanted to thank you for the knives that you gifted the show when you were on in studio a couple weeks ago, and I'm using my knife almost every day. And I, I spoke to you on the phone. And uh, I'm actually buying products just to I, so I can cut them up. Great. That's lovely to hear. Thank you. No, you know, these, I, I do want to throw something in. We're working on getting uh, Elon in on the center stage at the Westex show this fall. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Knife demo. Yeah, keep us posted on that. Yeah. Yeah, Chef has earned that. And all, Absolutely. Yeah, and Jay, same thing with the knife. I love my knife so much. I actually went in and saw Chef Elon yesterday and bought five of them for my managers at the office just because I, I was so impressed. And what a, what a killer gift to give someone a knife that they should have forever. Well, that's not bad, yeah. Chef. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Chef, real quick, tell people where Sushi Sasa is, how they can see you down there, and then uh, give out the website for Element Knife Company. Yeah, so uh, Sushi Sasa is at 2401 15th Street in Denver. At basically 15th and Platt, our front door is right next to Wilderness Exchange. And uh, I can be contacted at element, contact at elementknife.com, and my product can be viewed at elementknife.com. Thank you so much for your time, Chef. Uh, we'll let you get back to some slicing and dicing, and we'll catch up with you soon, okay? Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. No guys. problem. Emily, you there? I sure am. Oops, and I think um, I think that there also might be a couple tickets left for Cape Town. So if anyone's interested, we have the link online. Yes. Yeah. You, oh well. Now that wasn't me, but apparently we lost. Uh... <laughs> I love it live live radio. Hey, oh, no man is master. This, yeah. Li- live radio. So we're just gonna. Uh... We're, we, we're not going to necessarily jump back on the line there because no one's there, and that's okay. But we've got these incredible people. What we should talk about is a little bit of K-Town, what Chef Elon's doing. If anyone knows or doesn't know what K-Town is. We're, we're um, going to do, you know, we're we're gonna gonna do some K-Town that. stuff, and we're going to do some uh, Denver 5 stuff. I think I've decided I want, I'm going to call it Denver 5. Uh, be, uh, that's just uh, what I want to do. That's so okay. I'm going to call it Denver 5. In the next segment, top of the hour, Greg is out in Florida. Greg... Greg Hollenbach, we're going to talk to him. He's got Chef Alan Fisher from Bistro 41 in Fort Meyer. We're going to do that real soon. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. We can do that, and we're drinking some delicious Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project beer. They were out in Nashville, Tennessee for the uh, World uh, Beer Cup 2018. They didn't leave empty-handed. Silver, yeah, silver. But, well, I wasn't going to say it. Uh, we'll talk to them at 745 for booze in the news. But right now, it's time to go uh, out to Florida, and Greg Hollenbach is out there on vacation, and he met a chef. Greg, are you with us there, buddy? Hello, Colorado! <laughs> Hello, Florida. I'll tell you, you know, that doesn't sound like he went there and met a chef. Well, y- you did, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yes. I went. Well, I, went I mean, I didn't say that was... you set it up online ahead of time. And, 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 yeah, and, 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 and you showed well, pictures of your did. Speedo. I actually did. <laughs> hey, uh, how's it going, Jay, Brian, and Little Rich? Doing yeah. well. We're all here. Yep. We're missing you. Guys you. Great. 
I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I am a huge fan of this show. <laughs> I've been listening. Here I am. I'm at a resort um, called the Lanny Kai, and and Jay, it's Fort Myers with an S. Yeah, that's Fort what I Meyer. said. Fort Myers is what you said. <laughs> anyway, are you sure? I, uh, yeah. Okay, Dad. Um, so I have. I'm literally standing on Fort Myers Beach on a sterile island with my feet in the Gulf of uh, New Mexico right now. Of the Gulf Gulf of Mexico right now. Well, uh, okay. Are you bragging? Are you showing off? Is that what's going on? And um, I've got a Florida cracker in my hand. What's a Florida cracker? It's a beer. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was a cracker. I did too at first, but then it's a delicious craft beer. Oh, I was going to take it in a whole other direction. Yeah, I'm, totally. I'm, I just thought I would pause <laughs> I on <know>. that. <laughs> I'm so glad those boys worked that conversation out over there. Uh, I have a Florida cracker in my head. Yeah. No. So the culinary scene uh, tomorrow is the taste of Fort Myers Beach, and similar to kind of what we do, um, I would imagine with the taste of Colorado. Uh, but they're gathering with their local restaurants at the beach. And uh, it's so interesting to see other culinary themes. And in Fort Myers, I have the pleasure, and I think he's on hold right now. His name is Chef Alan Fisher. And Alan is one heck of an interesting guy. But he put on an event, you guys. I am telling you what, a five-course meal at Bistro 41 in Fort Myers. And uh, let's bring Alan on if we could. We can do that. Chef, are you with us? Hello, Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I I liked this guy. How am I supposed to follow follow Greg, but other than hello, Colorado? (laughs) Uh, That's perfect. How am I supposed to do the show when your personality is better than mine in five seconds? (laughs) Have you ever, Alan? That's that's why I work in the restaurant. It's Chef Alan Bistro 41. Have you ever had a Florida cracker in your hand? Actually, I've had quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious beer. Uh, Alan, I contacted you um, and said, I'm going to be in town. I'm going to look at some culinary stuff there. I'm doing a little business and pleasure. And you, you were throwing a wonderful event. I couldn't believe it, but you invited me there. I took my old man, George, my dad. And I'll tell you what, wow, how did you pull that off? Uh, Hell's Kitchen takeover. Talk about the event that I attended. Well, Greg, we, uh, it's been a couple months in production. I've got a good friend, Chef Barrett Bay, uh, Byer, who was on season 11. And I coordinated with him, and he got in touch with a couple other of the um, alumni from the show. We brought them all down. We invited uh, 135 of our closest friends and put on a little party. And it was, it was a fantastic time. Um, my staff came together and pulled it off. You know, you can't these these events don't happen just overnight and it takes a it takes a really good crew to do it and at Bistro forty one we've got one of those. It's it's just a blessing to be associated with. Yeah, and you know, uh you also had a cocktailing aspect in Luke as well. Um give a shout Luke out to Cullen. Luke and he just did really enhanced her dinner. Oh my goodness. Luke is he's a he's he's a genius. He's a cocktail artist. He's been uh he cut his teeth in Louisiana in New Orleans. Now he works for a uh, liquor rep doing uh, – he does consultations mainly now. And so I asked Luke. I met Luke, and he came and helped me out with my cocktail menu. And I said, Luke, do you get to do this anymore? And he's like, nah, Chef, I don't do it at all anymore. He said, I'd love to if you could 
you know, maybe do an event and invite me over. So I said, Luke, why don't you come over and uh, we'll see if we can put you back in the mind frame. And he came and he absolutely killed it. And people were so excited. It, it's just absolutely, you know, it, it's just a great collection of talent we had on Thursday. And I look forward. We're going to do it again in a little bit. And uh, it'll be a good time again. Absolutely will. I'll tell you what. I'm thinking next time you do it, we'll do a show at the event if you can do it on a Saturday night. But, um, I mean, here it is. You had 120, 135 people. Uh, imagine you guys, and everybody here knows the service industry a lot better than I do, actually. But to put out the, that amount of plate and have that kind of stress on the kitchen uh, and do it seemingly effortlessly, um, it's not effortless, is it, Alan? No, absolutely not. It's, and, again, it's a testament to who these guys uh, Chef Brett, Chef Millie, Sterling Wright, who's uh, Mr. Nashville 100. Um, it's a testament to those guys, my staff, Chef Oscar, Chef Nelson, who put all this together. And it's, it's a testament to them being professionals. That's what pros do in the kitchen. You know, it's, it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. It's a lot of organization. But it's absolutely a testament to their talent. And I was, again, just an honor to be just a part to be associated with it myself. Well, the next time around, and I can promise you, so five courses, delicious, well-planned out. Great, the plates looked great. Uh, the, pl- the plating was phenomenal. Um, you guys did a bang-up job. Um, you are a chef that's very interesting. I want to have you back on the air. And the next, the next time that, um, that we gather, I'm going to invite you to be our guest in Colorado and uh, return the favor to you, chef. Absolutely, Greg. I'd love to. And I'll keep in touch with, uh, you know, we'll let you know when Bistro 41 is going to host the next Health Kitchen Takeover. Um, I've got some other things in the works. I'm trying to work with No Kid Hungry. Uh, we're doing it. We're going to do an event with them as well. So I'll keep you in the in the loop. And guys, it was great being on the radio with you. And, you know, many shout outs, uh, many shout outs to all the chefs out in Colorado. Uh, you guys are doing some great food out there. I've seen a lot of it. And just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, we, we as chefs got to pass this along to the younger generation. And that's why we had, uh, we had Cameron, Cameron Ball, who's a 16-year-old, who goes to a local after-hours uh, culinary program here in Fort Myers. And Cameron came in, and he actually uh, did the event with us. So I just want to give Cameron some props there, too. I met that dude. That kid was balls out, man. I'll tell you what. He was just he absolutely did it all. Was. He absolutely was. Uh, take, uh, spend 30 seconds. Talk about uh, Bistro 41 in Fort Myers. Bistro 41 is a well-established French-style bistro. Uh, the, the restaurant's been there for a long period of time. I got there in January. We're uh, doing some exciting stuff. We're going to bring in, we're going to update the cuisine a little bit, bring in some uh, local fresh ingredients. We're right here on the water. So our seafood is uh, it's absolutely fresh. We're going to start working with some, there's some good local farms here in Fort Myers. We're going to bring in local uh, local beef, local pork, um, bringing in a couple local vegetable farms. So we're going to get more local. I, as a as a chef who cut his teeth in New York and in in the Hudson Valley, I believe in supporting local. I believe in eating. Local. I love you, know? you, man. That is what we so are all about: hyper local. And you don't have absolutely. to be hyper local where you live. Hyper local can be everywhere as long as you apply it. Absolutely. Go, go, go support your farmers, support those people that spend money in your community. I fully believe in it. And that's, uh, and that's my message and my mission here in Fort Myers and at uh, Bistro 41. 
I stumbled into a diamond. There he is, Chef Alan Fisher, Bistro 41, Fort Myers. You get in this neck of the woods, um, do yourself a favor. Go meet this gentleman. He is truly a class act. Uh, you'll be back on the show. Thank you, Chef. Thanks, Greg. Talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, you, Chef. There he is. So, uh, Greg, uh, Greg, it sounds like you might be staying down there a little longer. Uh, leave the keys to the house with uh, Jay, myself, and Rich, and you're yeah. going to start the uh, Modern Eater Miami, Modern Eater yeah. Florida. You don't yeah. need to come back, babe. We got it under yeah. control. Yeah. Listen, you guys do have it. Uh, I, I'm not even joking when I say I'm a fan of the show. Every minute so interesting. The guests are great. No, um, like the community that we've built and the networking that we do. Um, I really think we're making a difference, you guys. I really do. And that's why I'm so excited. Um, Jay, what did I ask you to plug many times throughout the show that you haven't done? Oh, the big announcement? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you said, I, I know I said a big announcement, but you said don't tell, don't tell, say what it is. Just say that it's no, a big don't announcement. Say what it is. Next it's a tease. Dr- it's a tease. A, I, Brian, you know what I'm talking about. Little Rich, uh, JP, you guys know what I'm talking about. A, a big announcement yep. for the modern show is coming up next week on the show, and I think that we're going to really um, highlight what hyperlocal is and means to Colorado, and we'll have so many people included. Uh, thank you for allowing me to come on my show, you guys. Hey, thank you for allowing me to allow you to come on your show. Jay, you sound great, man. Brian, you're just in your in your element. You're doing a great job. And little Rich, man, I'll tell you what, uh, you are um, sunshine in my pocket, man. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Enjoy yourself out there in Florida. We're gonna do uh, the rest of the show, and I'll talk to you afterwards. All right, buddy. See you, bye. Have fun. Thank Goodbye. you, Greg. Thank you, Greg Hollenbach. <laughs> he did that when he came on. Well, there we go. And that's Greg. And we're behind a break, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, little Rich, we're going to talk to uh, a friend of yours, Lee Sullivan from uh, Denver 5. All right? We're going to do that in two shakes of a lamb's tail. That was weird. You're listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste The Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModernEater.com. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to The Bindery, eatery, market, and bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at The Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at The Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street. Just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open 
open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Jay Parker next to Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and Little Rich Schneider from Rocketlita's Tortillas. Greg is off tonight. Technically, he's in Florida having a good time. Uh, Little Rich, here's what I want uh, you to do, right? Our next guest, you're familiar uh, with this uh, woman. Yes, and, she uh, makes me cry. She, she makes you cry. Well, I think that all the more reason you should do the introduction to the next okay. guest. Well, I am thrilled to bring Lee up, and Lee's half of the equation. She's got her, her muscle behind her Travis here. Lee produces Denver Five events and has for, what, this is the 11th year. It is. But I'll tell you what she is exceptional at. I don't know all the different facets to her, but I'll tell you what I do know that she is exceptional at. And she's great at recognizing culinary talent way before anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see people that are, on, like, I think of the lineup from two years ago when we went to the James Beard house. So she does these Denver Five dinners. There's seven, eight of them during the year. The last one culminates at the James Beard house uh, in New York City, and that's where I actually got to have one of my tortillas served at the James Beard house. And so, yeah, I cried because I've had tortillas thrown at me and all this stuff, but Lee and Travis set the stage. They put the things in place to make that happen, but they do that for me and they do that for countless other people. And they're all about raising others rather than themselves. Mm-hmm. They're the, probably the most unselfish people I've run across in this industry. And well, I love them both dearly. Without further ado, uh, Lee, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of, of course. It's, 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 we're honored. And, you know, Little Rich, I always say this, when he puts a stamp of approval on something, you know, it's a no-brainer and we just uh, go for it. So let's do this. Let's just dive right in because I've said Denver 5 and I've said 5 and you kind of said, ah, either way is fine. But tell the folks uh, listening out there what uh, Five is all about. What What's your mission? So I started Five, Denver Five, Colorado Five, D5, whatever you want to call it, um, 11 years ago. But actually, Five started um, probably 15 years ago in my brain. And what I was trying to do is that I have been in the restaurant business since I was 15 years old. And love the business and have traveled extensively all around the country trying, you know, different food and different cuisines and different restaurants and had some of the most amazing meals abroad. But always found that right here back in my own backyard, I've had some of my very, 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 very favorite meals. And so again, growing up, I'm a third generation Coloradan and Growing up, kind of eating all around, I decided, you know what? I was kind of sick and tired of hearing about the San Franciscos and the New Yorks and all these other things. When I know for a fact that we've got some of the best cuisine here in our own backyard. So I kind of started off stalking the James Beard House. And one of my very good friends 
now, 15 years later, Isabella, um, who is the director of house programming there, um, I called her, cold called her um, one year and said, hey, I've got the most amazing idea. And she went, okay, you know, like. Who says no to you? Well, <laughs> Isabella. <laughs> oh. Isabella did. And she said no to me. I think I called her four times in four years. And I think by the end of it, she just went, okay, clearly this woman is not going to go away. And um, she let me do it. So I started off this five thing, and it was really kind of cute how it started. Um, we are sitting at Vesta Dipping Grill. And I honestly can't remember what birthday they were celebrating, but it was a big one. And there was a lot of really great chefs there, and there was all this really amazing camaraderie, and everybody was, you know, doing what they do in the kitchen. And I promised Jay I wouldn't say any cuss words, so they were just <laughs> shooting all kinds of stuff back and forth. And, you know, it, it kind of just felt right. And I said to these guys when we were sitting back in the kitchen and I was watching them prepare this meal, I said, do you guys trust me? And they kind of went, yeah, I mean, it's kind of been a running joke in five, just do what the crazy lady says. Um, <laughs> and so they did. They they said yes. And I said, do you guys want to go on this adventure with me? And they, they said absolutely. And so I was really honored and terrified and set out to kind of try to figure out how to get these guys to James Beard, you know, and, and, and to represent Colorado. Um, and so we did. And that was nothing short of a miracle. Um, I remember there are plenty of times saying, oh, my God, if I can't get this thing together, I'm going to have to move. But, you know, we got it together and we showed up and we knocked it out of the park. And you know what was really cool about that first dinner is before we left, Isabella said, glad I let you do that. And I was like, <laughs> me too. Can I come back? <laughs> and so here we are. So 11 years later, we're going back and I couldn't be more excited about that. And I'm really kind of shocked still to this day that it still works. Now, how many chefs have been, because even though there's five and it's 11 years, we could do easy math, that's 55, but I don't think that that's real. I that's think that not there's... necessarily the case. Yeah. Um, so every year, so when I started out, I promised Isabella I would bring her five new chefs every single year. And so by that second year, we were kind of getting into our momentum, and so I didn't change my chef team. Um, third year, we changed out a few chefs, but kind of kept the core group the same. Um, but by year four, I added five new chefs. I kept all my original five chefs and I kept, and I added five new chefs and then I 86 one chef. So we had nine chefs out into the beard house. And it was like, so from there on, we typically historically change chefs every single year. We always keep one chef mm -hmm. on as an alum. Um, so we've got one beverage alum and we've got one chef alum and then they kind of run the group because, you know, I can, I don't speak chef. That's Jay Parker here. That's the voice of Lee Sullivan from uh, the Denver Five talking about how the Denver Five got started and what they're all about alongside uh, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and little Rich uh, Schneider from Rocket Leaders Tortillas. Rich, uh, t tell us about how you guys know each other and, and, and why you have so much love for this woman. I believe we met trying to get a hold of uh, someone, uh, Jeff Suskin at Top Taco. That's not how we met. Rich. How did we meet? Oh, how did we meet? Rich. Hold on. There will not be a second date how, for you, my friend. Oh my um, how did? How did? <laughs> no, I. Call, but I. We had already known each other, and I asked you about that, and then you told me. A hundred percent. 
But how, how did we meet? I don't I'm gonna remember. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, little Rich. Um, so we met because Darren Kuda from Cisco mm-hmm. said, you got to meet this guy. This guy is doing some crazy stuff with his tortillas. He was talking about, because we had Daryl Truitt from Barolo Grill. And you were doing those really cool tortillas at the time yes. with the wine grapes. Mm-hmm. And so Darren Kuda from Cisco um, said, you've got to meet this guy. So it was myself, Kuda, Travis, Kevin Morrison from Tacos Tequila Whiskey, yeah. and Gracie. Grace. Mm-hmm. And we came down and did a tour. And so after that, I think I think we fell in love there. Yeah, I mean, we all. I mean, we we're just. We, it was that just was that connection. It was that beautiful, like local connection where we were just really excited. And I mean, who couldn't get excited about little Grace and a hairnet running around <laughs> shopping? Well, you know, I would say what we have in common is both of us are trying to push the boundary. And I mean, what you do, it's it's amazing, what you. what you do. And I mean, I saw this for myself when we went to New York. This trying to, it's like trying to herd cats. Uh, much uh, trying to just get the final menu in place is like hurting cats. It's like, okay, we have this deadline, we have to have this menu, but uh, just the logistics of getting everything out there. Uh, Darren, how much time he spends, and just and then the camaraderie and seeing everything t- come together, spending time in the kitchen at the James Beard House. I mean, that's obviously the that's the end game, but there's uh, so many other memories throughout the year before that. And I tell you, these these dinners are incredible. Um, you know what you see is these chefs uh, that you've curated for this, most of them are coming up with new concepts. And so when they host that dinner, you're tasting the food that they're going to be serving at probably the hottest restaurant that isn't opening yet for eight months. Mm-hmm. Is That's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. And so you, you get way ahead of the curve, and it's like, oh, that's why. For example, that's why Kevin was doing oysters at Infinite Monkey Theorem, mm-hmm. because he was going to open up fish and beer just down the street. Mm. And so that happens time and time again. Well, we always encourage our chefs to think outside the box. We never want mm-hmm. them to cook what they're known for. We want them to cook, you know, what what they want to cook. We encourage them to get weird, to go mm-hmm. off menu, to get away from their cuisine and to create because it's a it's a great kind of platform to do that. So well, you, yeah. you have a dinner coming up uh, with Chef Elon yes. Wenzel that we had on at 645 from Bar Helix. We're going to talk a little bit about that after the break. You're listening uh, to the voice of Lee Sullivan from the Denver Five and Little Rich Schneider from Rockalitas Tortillas, myself, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Coming up at 745, just so you know, Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project is going to be uh, over the phone. We're drinking his beer right now, but they were in Nashville, Tennessee for the World World Beer Cup, and uh, they came home with an award because Brian spoiled it. Uh, but we'll take a break. Uh, that's what's ahead. Spoiler. On, that's what's ahead on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Soup's on. If you're hyper-local and you like food, Eat it. click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video, too. TheModerneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct 
distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at SojournerBeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Back to the show in just a second, but before we do that, I want to talk to you about our friend Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Jeff Rourke, with 20 years in the business, over 20 years in the business of installing custom tap systems, whether it's craft beer, water, wine, coffee, if you need a new nitro line, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions is your guy. He's done uh, the build-outs for Brews Beers, Resolute Brewing, Punchbowl Social, uh, uh, Lost Highway, he's done, I think, five build-outs for uh, Lost Highway over there. You want to call Jeff Rourke. His phone number is 720-272-3809. Here in Colorado, we're pouring delicious uh, craft beer all over the state, tons of it. And if you're seeing a lot of foam, foam, tra- foam translates to money, Brian. And if you're pouring uh, foam and inefficient beer down the drain, what are you doing? You are pouring your money down the drain. That's right. Don't pour your money down the drain. If you know somebody or it's you that needs a good tap system in their business, call Jeff Rourke at A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, back to the show. We're here with Lee Sullivan from the Denver Five alongside uh, Lil Rich Schneider from Raquelitas Tortillas uh-huh. and uh, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic. When we left you, we were talking about the Denver Five and what they're all about, and uh, Rich was sharing a, a personal story on, on how him and Lee met each other. And now uh, let's talk a little bit about K-Town. K-Town is an event that's coming up. Uh, it's going to be at Bar Helix, which is at uh, 3440 Larimer Street. And Chef Elon, who we had on at uh, uh, the 645, Chef Elon is, is a major part of this thing. But, I mean, it's a Korean-inspired theme is what they're doing over there, Brian. Yep, hence right? the K-Town. H- 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 hence the K-Town. Uh, it's Monday, May 14th at 6 p.m. You can still get tickets, uh, I'm yeah. assuming, right? Yep. You can still get tickets. Uh, 60 bucks. 
That's is what, is what the tickets are. And if if you if you're a foodie here in Colorado, you know that sixty dollars uh, for for getting a five course dinner, uh, cocktails, and uh, they call it past appetizers, which you can kind of do the math on what that is. You know, you pass them around, mm-hmm. right, little Rich? You've yeah. been you've been oh, to some of these dinners before, right? The value of this is it's it's so much of a given. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about some of the uh, dinners that you've been to uh, previously on what people can kind of expect. You know, how I know it's a different place every time, but, uh, you know, uh, tell us a little bit. Oh, before I forget, big announcement next week. Oh, it's huge. Big this announcement is... next week when Greg's back. Huge. A little rich. Is Greg going to be doing the show in Speedos here? Yes. Wow, that's big. Yes. That's, it but, is big. We're going to get to see his tattoo. We're, <laughs> we're bringing in some extra lights so that nobody misses anything. But there's a big announcement next week, so I don't want to forget to say that. Okay. And uh, in the meantime, go to themoderneater.com and check out uh, our website and all the great content that's on there. Feature articles, pictures, uh, videos, good stuff. Okay, Little Rich, back to the dinner. Denver Five Dinner. I think uh, probably my favorite was at Dana, at uh, Working Class. And that was the year, I mean, you had Daryl Truitt, you had Dana, Kevin Morrison, uh, Johnny D. Um, it, that, that crew was outrageous. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't go do that in an evening now. If you wanted to go have a course from each of those people now, it would be virtually mm-hmm. impossible. You wouldn't have the time, and it would cost you way more than $60. You'd probably spend that much on the valets, on the parking, <laughs> just to go do it. But I tell you what was um, exceptional, my memory on that, is I don't drink wine. I really don't drink. Wine, uh, it, it, uh, I get like an allergic reaction to it. And so uh, Ryan uh, from Barolo Grill, he comes up and he's like, oh, can I get you some wine? I really can't. And he's, he starts talking to me. He says, I've got something for you. Hold on. So he had the time to do this because they are more smaller, more intimate events. And he pairs me up with uh, some wines to the courses, and it was unbelievable. It was my first experience with wine and food together. So just that alone. But that's what happens is typically if you were to go to Barolo Grill, you'd be like if you saw Ryan. I mean, he's running all over the place, much less have him have the time to really sit down and, and talk with you. That's what's exceptional about every single one of these events. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Go get, get your tickets. Go get your tickets now. How, how, do, how do we get tickets? Let me see here. Uh, you go to... Uh, right on the event page. Go to the event page. And we have the event page on our, on our uh, Facebook also. But go to uh, the K-Town event page on Facebook. Well, and uh, so everyone knows that K-Town is a Korean-inspired night that you're going to do there, um, which is a big deal. Denver is... Uh, there's, a, there's a town that uh, is actually looking at naming a whole neighborhood korean town because uh we actually have 2300 korean transplants in aurora alone um it's yeah i stuff i didn't know about this but what's cool is is lee is highlighting that with her denver five um and the the conversation that i want to share is what we had when we were off the air and the, the fact that someone like lee someone like little rich even jp kraus all the people in this room what's exciting is these guys are all doing and gals are doing something behind the scenes that is really cool, and a lot of people in this town are looking for the fame, looking for the glory, but the reality is is you rarely hear Lee Sullivan around Denver 5 because she doesn't care. She's not looking for the notoriety. What she's looking to do is highlight these chefs and push these up-and-comers, some of them, 
You know, I mean, we're, we're having this conversation about, about the beginning people potentially like the Matt Selby's she was over at Vesta dipping grill. Um, you know, these are, these are people that you'd never know that are in the kitchen who aren't, you know, we, we've got some famous chefs here, which we know and love, but there's a lot of chefs that are doing a lot of great things that don't get recognition. And that's what I love. I mean, because these three people here in studio are those people, you know, JP Krause, what he's doing at the children's hospital, you know, this guy could have walked, could have had, you know, a very illustrious, you know, famous kind of career vegan chef that is doing incredible things. And he said, you know what, I care more about a cause than I do about my own notoriety. You know, Little Rich, you know, he took over a tortilla company from his family, from his father, him and his brother. What they did is not what, you know, most people will do. And and to be in Denver, you know, 20, 30 years ago and, and say, there's an there's a market for tortillas and I'm gonna I'm gonna show everyone that market. And then Lee, I, I have, I have I, such admiration for this woman because she has done so much. She, in my opinion, has elevated some chefs that sometimes I ask if they should have deserved to be elevated um, because she is someone who who really gives people the spotlight, you know, and what she's done in this town. And, and most of you don't even know some of the famous chefs that are out there that I really think she propelled them into the spotlight. So... You know, this is one of the things that I love about the modern eater, love about us and how we support the people behind the scenes. So yeah, well, I'll get off well, my soapbox. Well, Sorry. Well, put. No. well put. She's like Steven Spielberg of the Denver culinary scene. But if, but we don't know about Steven Spielberg, but we know all the movies. And that's what, exactly what she does. You that's guys are going to make me blush. <laughs> well, Lee, when, uh, let me, Jay Parker here. Let me ask you this. When you hear somebody like Brian Freeman from Growers Organic, who's been around the block a few times, he knows a lot of people and he's been in the business a long time. When you hear, you know, that sort of thing, how do you feel about that? What does that make you think of? Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over the target. I'm kind of doing the things that, that I want to do when I hear somebody that speaks like that. Uh, talk for a minute about, you know, when you hear an accolade like that and, and a compliment that endearing. Well, it makes me really uncomfortable. Well, that's normal, yes. But thank I'm just you. sitting close to her, folks. That's yeah. <laughs> Craig's he's making me uncomfortable. Um, no, I, I'm really, I'm honored. I'm really honored, Brian. Thank you. Um, you have been around for a really long time and have done amazing things in this community. And, you know, I have always, you know, I was raised by really good parents, um, kept us grounded. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think of myself like that. I just, I'm a champion. And um, I've worked with a lot of really great people. And when I find really great people like Little Rich, like Elin, um, it makes me happy. And it kind of reminds me of why we do this because there's just a lot of noise in, in, in our industry. And I think that you can really easily get caught up in it. And I think that you can, you know, start to believe your own PR. And I think mm -hmm. that that is, that's the thing that I've noticed the most in my 30 year career is that some of these people that we do kind of push forward, um, kind of start to believe their own PR and and then that's where things go south. So I think that, you know, I think if you just stay grounded and you stay humbled and you remember why you're doing these things, I think that it's a really beautiful thing. And and I'm happy to help people. And I've had so many people help me. So it's it's 
it's a win-win. We're all, we're all in this together. That's we that, are. That's for sure. The voice of Lee Sullivan from the Denver Five. Uh, I say it all the time, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The, the food industry, food and beverage industry, you find some of the best uh, people. And I don't know mm-hmm. what, the, what the reason – I have a theory, and my theory is, is that because it's such a miserable and hardworking business <laughs> that anybody crazy enough to do it passionately – is they're just a hardworking, good person because there are so many easier routes that you can take and get out and be like, I am not doing that. You know, uh, that's what I think. I think that those the food industry people are hardworking people. Now you have a lot of uh, food industry people that are not hard, and they're and they're just in it for like, let me make this money and then I'll get on to something else. But the ones that really dive headfirst into it, you know, a little bit crazy, but at the same time, passion and that word keeps coming back around as we talked to Little Rich and, and Lee. It's when people have a passion for something that, that they believe in, it, you know, the sky's the limit, but it, it, that's just my two cents. That was my soapbox. Yeah, well, the, you, what you said is so true, Jay. The food and beverage is really a stepping stone for a lot of people. You know, I, I think probably... I, I don't know, maybe I'm biased just because I'm in the industry, but I, I got to believe like 60% of everyone has done something in the F&B industry, you know, whether you've worked at a bar, or bus tables, or been a dishwasher. Well, and, and I mean, a lot of people have, but here's the thing. Don't tell the bartender you've been a bartender because no bartender nobody in the cares. world wants yeah, to hear I mean. that you were a bartender <laughs> once upon a time. They just really don't. And that's a good segue to go to themoderneater.com and read my article, Why the Bartender Hates You. I want to <laughs> And this is straight from the bitter bartender. That's right. Um, Was that before that, shift or after that, shift? That's I'm a, guessing maybe after shift. That's a good th- bitter bartender. I like that one, too. I want to thank Lee Sullivan for her time and coming on the show. Uh, up next. We're going to talk to Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project for Booze in the News. They came back from Nashville with an award from the uh, World Beer Cup competition. So we're going to do that next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary mayo and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items, the Paleo Bowl. With house-smoked pork, wood-oven-roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant, offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. 
Hey, Colorado chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. It is time for Booze in the News. Jay Parker alongside Brian Freeman from Growers Organic and little Rich Schneider. Uh, Rich, sorry, uh, I, I know. He was over there putting, building the plate, and I said, hey, come back and let's do a radio show. We're almost done, and uh, it's Booze in the News, and, and we're talking to uh, Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, who was just at the World Cup Beer Competition in Nashville, Tennessee, and this is kind of a big deal. They do it once every uh, uh, two years, but there's a ton of breweries, like almost 3,000 breweries, uh, or yeah, 3,000 breweries, over 8,000 entries of beer, 66 countries, uh, the whole thing here. Let's uh, let's talk to this man. Andrew Moore, do I have you, sir? Yes, I'm here. What are you doing right now? Are you brewing beer? I am brewing beer right this moment. What are yes. you brewing? Uh, so we're doing a coffee IPA for our anniversary in two weeks. Oh, coffee IPA. That is delicious. So let's just jump right into it, man. Uh, I was trying to keep it suspenseful that you won a silver medal at the World Beer Cup, but Brian Freeman from Growers Organic really threw a wrench into that, and he already said it. But uh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. It was very exciting. Did we, you? Uh, Go ahead. Weren't expecting it. Well, that, uh, that was going to be my question. Like, in all honesty, you know, when you go to something like this, and you guys are a year old, right? Uh, yeah, we'll be a year old uh, two weeks from today. Yeah, so to go out to the World Beer Cup and come back with a silver medal, uh, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at. And a lot of uh, uh, Colorado uh, brewers came back w- with a medal, too. Uh, I can get yeah, into they're... some of the names in, in, a, in a minute. But uh, just talk about the experience of, of being out there for a year-old brewery. And, uh, you know, you're, you don't expect too much other than to have a good time and then, you know, technically change the face of your business when you when you touch back down into Denver. Yeah, I think – I hope so. Uh, I mean, we well, – this is our first time at Craft uh, Brewers Conference, uh, which is sort of the conference associated with World Beer Cup. And, um, yeah, we were – not expecting we were out with some other industry people visiting some of the great nashville breweries and uh suddenly we started getting inundated with text messages and, and emails that we had we had won something and so uh the celebration continued from there that's that's just awesome what kind of beer did you make that brought home that silver medal so uh the beer that won is was in a category with 130 other beers called experimental beers and it uh, was a wee heavy, so sort of a strong, multi Scottish style of beer. Um, and we added roasted shag bark hickory bark uh, and roasted Colorado Palisade peaches. Uh, so it was a beer we did back uh, in October for Beers Made by Walken, which is an event around GABF, and got the shag bark hickory bark from Indiana and roasted it in the oven at home, got the peaches from here in Colorado, roasted them in the oven at home, and brewed a beer with them. How much? How much of that beer did you take? Because we have some of it in studio right now. 
Um, I forget. They asked for, I think we six thirty six thirty two ounce uh, containers, six crawlers. I think is what they asked for. So Andrew uh, Brian Freeman here. You'll be uh, very very happy to know we just uh, are about to. Here I'll give it uh, the real deal here. That is what it sounds like oh, cracking open. Oh, yeah. open all over the mic. Yeah. <laughs> all over. But we cracked it open right for you for all of our viewers and uh, or listeners. Yeah. But uh, he just uh, cracked open that 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 beer and it splashed everywhere. So we're kind of laughing at him right now, Andrew. But thank oh, you, thank yeah. you for donating the beer to the show tonight. We're uh, we're all enjoying it uh, thoroughly. Good. Good. What's uh What's next for you guys over there at Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project? You got a couple events coming up, don't you? Uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, we're kicking off Craft Beer Summer School this week. It's us and seven other breweries doing a nightly Thursday class uh, about different aspects of beer. And then, like I said, our uh, one year anniversary is uh, Saturday, May nineteenth. So we'll be rolling out a lot of beers and for that music and food and it should be a good time. May nineteenth. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so that's you're going to be your one year anniversary party. You just came back from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, from the World Beer Cup uh, competition with a silver medal. Uh, I mean, I would just, uh, you know, think that uh, things are looking pretty good for you over there at Intrepid. You know, are you showing yeah, any was- signs of slowing down, or, or are you just, you know, uh, eyes forward and you just you just keep going through? Uh, we're just. We're, we're just keep going. At this point, we're, we're having to plan for events beyond our anniversary. So it's, it's just uh, keeps moving forward. Good for the brewery, bad for my sleep schedule. Yeah, no, yeah, I can, I can understand that. Have you, uh, have you been to a Denver Five dinner event? No, I have not. Well, what do you think? You think if I could uh, shake a ticket loose, uh, you'd want to come with us on, uh, on Monday the 14th down there to Bar Helix and, and check out what, what's going on for this K-Town Korean uh, inspired menu. I'd love to. I'm actually booked at an event here on Monday the 14th. Uh, well, that's all right because oh. I was going to charge you sixty dollars for the ticket anyway. Yeah. Here, yeah, Andrew uh, Brian Freeman, back here after uh, my beer. Uh, I've I've opened the beer and I've started to drink it, and that is a big, big yeah. beer. Um, I, I'm I'm tasting like a Scotch note in it or something that I love. Tell me tell me more about that. Yeah, so I think what you're probably getting is some of the roasted bark. Uh, when you roast that shag bark, hickory bark, um, it turn it creates these kind of uh, burnt cinnamon, marshmallow, um, almost like crystallized sugar kind of flavors um, that have really come through as the beer ages. The beer is about um, nine months old now, uh, so that bark. Really comes forward. It gives, and then the malt too. Um, I mean, we heavy is a Scottish style, so some roasted malt influence may be reminiscent of scotches. No peated malt in this one, though. Hey, Andrew. As much as I love peated malt. Jay Parker here. Um, when we ran into you over there at the uh, Belgian Brew Fest at Brews Beers, you had yes. one of those uh, squero barrels. Uh, on Correct. your on your table. Are you guys gonna get into a little bit more of barrel aged beer? Is that something that that interests you? And if so, are you gonna? How much of that would you you know entertain putting in that squirrel barrel? So the squirrels, we've been sort of experimenting and promoting um, with uh, Dave and Alex, who 
uh, are developing the squirrel. They're up in Fort Collins. And so we've been doing a little uh, beta testing for them. So, yeah, we had a um, an oak um, French Cezanne at, at Brews Beers Belgian Beer Fest. And, yeah, we're going to continue uh, experimenting. We're actually going to have some of our lavender triple um, aged on uh, stocky barrel wood uh, for our anniversary. So you get uh, something different and unique. So we like the squirrel because we can play with it and experiment with it and get different kinds of wood and, and things like that. It, it fits really well with the kind of experimentation that we're doing. Well, t- tell us exactly what the squirrel barrel is for somebody that, that thinks that sounds funny and has no idea what it means. So it's a stainless steel uh, keg barrel hybrid. So it has these 12 uh, 12 inch staves that um, have a gasket and bolt onto the stainless steel frame. So you get all the benefits of barrel aging and all the benefits of kegging in the same container. Well, that you know that's pretty unique. Yeah. Wait. Hey, Andrew. Did you? Uh, this is Brian Freeman. Uh, did you have a good time at that Brews Beer Fest? I, I heard you might have enjoyed yourself. Uh, yes, yes, I did. Uh, maybe too much of a good time, but we, uh, it was a great festival. It was an honor to be sort of a, a part of that festival with, um, so many fantastic breweries. It was a lot of great Belgian beer. I got to sneak away and, and try some good Belgian beer. And, uh, I think Bruce beers released their King Quad that day. And that was delicious. I got a bottle sitting in my fridge now. Nice. And, uh, and you collaborate yeah. with those guys, Charlie and Ryan over at Bruce beers. Don't you do something with those guys, Andrew? We haven't yet. I'd love to. Uh, if they're listening, we should collaborate. Um, hey, listen, uh, Andrew uh, Jay here. I can I can facilitate that. No problem. We're kind of pushed on time, so this is we're coming up on the end of, end of the segment. But I want to thank you for your time and congratulations on your award, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Congrats, Andrew. There he is, Andrew Moore with the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, bringing home the silver medal. Uh, that's the, that's basically the show, you guys. It goes by pretty fast, but I want to thank all my guests uh, for being here. Brian Freeman, not really a guest, but Growers Organic, thank you, sir. Little Rich Snyder, thank you so much for co-hosting. Thank you, to be here. Thank you so much for co- and for setting up Chef Jeff and everything. Uh, and I want to thank Chef Jeff from Table Mountain Inn in Golden, Colorado, for catering the show and bringing in some delicious Cinco de Mayo food. Big announcement. Next week, big announcement coming up next week. I also want to thank Chef Alan Fisher from Bistro 41 in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, Lee Sullivan from the Denver Five. Chef J.P. Krause, Adrian, Adrian Gonzalez. Next week.